you're listening to Growing Matters, the podcast dedicated to providing you with all the information and research you need to improve your farm and business. Well, hi everyone and welcome to Growing Matters. Today, we're talking to Matt Abbott from Mena Creek in Queensland. Matt was a Nuffield scholar who focused his research on sustainable opportunities for organic farming, as well as increasing values of bananas. Firstly, Matt, welcome to the show. And can I start by asking you, what was it that made you apply for the Nuffield Scholarship? Firstly, thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to what I've got to say. There's a couple reasons. The first probably took me a couple of years to actually physically apply. Sometimes we seem to be not that in control of what we're getting price-wise and where we want to go. And that was something I wanted to change. I wanted to have more control over profitability of the business and wanted to learn how to make that happen. And did you find that the Nuffield Scholarship, supported by the Banana Levy, change your perspective on that? Scholarship tried to explain the things that it changes and the things that you get out of doing a scholarship, but doesn't do it justice until you actually do it and realise how much it changes the way you look at things. So was there a particular thing that happened on your scholarship that changed within your business? There's lots of things that you see and do and you take or that you can use in your own business. Probably say the biggest thing is it changes the way you look at things and gives you confidence to try new things as well. Even though half of the things you try fail, it gives you confidence that like a lot of the businesses we went to, they're always trying new things and a lot of the times they don't work every now and then something really good comes out of it and gave me confidence to keep looking and changing and and I was wondering what made you swap from conventional bananas to organic farming? Originally, even though we were a conventional farm, we still farmed along the lines of only using chemicals when we had to and taking the softer option or sometimes taking the non-chemical option to fix a problem. And then that kind of evolved. And then the second thing was as a small grower, we were having trouble getting paid for our fruit. And so the profitability wasn't there. And so we were looking for ways that we could still be a small farm but still be, be a profitable business. So did you gain any insights from your research about increasing the value of bananas? I'd say the main one would be how important it is to brand your product and for the consumer to be able to link what the consumer buys to where they get it from and makes it. The other thing was the way technology is changing and the laser machine that we looked at that can print on the fruit. But previous to doing a scholarship, if I did see it, I probably would have thought it was too far-fetched to be practical on the farm and just sort of plays open, opening your eyes up to the technology that's out there. Now, Matt, in terms of laser printing on your bananas that you mentioned earlier, have you tried that on your farm? We've looked into it a bit. There's a few hurdles for it to, to work. It's a pretty big capital investment and there's still a bit of uncertainty around the process of it and trying to reduce waste. I think things like that are going to be more quite important. To go into an investment that big, you'd want a little bit of support by the retailers you deal with or the customers that buy off us. And what have you introduced through sustainable practices and what have you found success in? Well, one of the big issues we have been in a high rainfall area is sediment movement. So traditionally with conventional farming, the practice is to keep around the plants sort of grass and, and weed free. And so we've been doing it for a reasonable amount of time now. But we let stuff grow all in that area so the soil is fully covered. And that's probably been something that it makes work in the paddock sometimes slow and more costly. But the long-term benefit of hanging on to your soil and protecting your soil from the sun has been a bit unexpected. Some of the side effects to having stuff there, we sort of didn't anticipate was going to be as good as what it was. And Matt, were there any other practices that you were introduced to that you wanted to make a note of? 
Probably one of the things that I saw that I haven't fully, that we've sort of started playing with but not got into in a big way is different crops that you can grow. Grasses, like at the moment, we just let whatever natural grass or weed is there come up and doing some more work into either a mix of species or a certain specific species to grow either around a plant or an interrow. We will be working more on. Matt, I've been learning a lot in this conversation. Is there anything else that you wanted to let our listeners know? We've definitely gone down the road of trying to brand our bananas, and at the moment we're using stickers to do that. Look, it's always great to hear how to make farming practices more sustainable, but in what ways do you think Australian farming differs from the international markets that you visited? Probably the big one is our cost of labour. It makes things a lot more expensive to produce, but it was interesting that before the scholarship and I sort of expected to go to some of these big countries and they would be so much more advanced in everything that they're doing. There's actually quite a lot of farmers that are already doing some very advanced things in Australia. Well, mate, that sounds good. And what about opportunities for you since you've taken yourself away from the daily grind of the farm to do this research? Definitely given me skills that I did not have before in regards to dealing with customers and dealing with putting a business somewhere where we can have more certainty over what we're doing. That's probably the big one, just the people that are involved in the Nuffield organisation itself, plus the people you get to meet along the way and just seeing what they've done with their businesses and how they've done it so we can have a business that sort of we control rather than it controls us. I suppose the more we learn about the soil and the environment that we farm, the more important to me it has become for not only from a marketing point of view, but just from a growing point of view that that we do really start to challenge why we're doing what we do and not just the reason that we've always done it that way is probably not good enough to keep doing it, just to challenge, I suppose, what we're doing and can we do it a bit better. So, Matt, what are the key takeaways for the growers who are listening to this podcast? I'd say that doing a Nuffield scholarship, but now I see what I've got out of it, there's no way that I would miss out on doing it. As far as a personal development for myself, I think it's probably been one of the, the best things I've done. So, Well, Matt, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and share your experiences. Thank you. No worries. Bye. And if you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you follow Growing Matters on your favourite podcast app. You've been listening to Growing Matters. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Growing Matters. Don't forget to visit us over at horticulture.com.au and join our free membership. Get instant access to the very latest information available to help your farm and business grow.